And on the phone with us this morning, it's the Redmond Mayor, Ed Fitch, is with us here this morning. Ed, good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you very much for being with us. Uh, I'm totally understandable with the way the roads are this morning. I uh, I would do this by phone myself. Hey, Thanks. Uh, <laughs> last night's was not your typical city council meeting. You had some heavy hitters there with you. Yes, we had a joint meeting with the Board of County Commissioners. Um, it was a very productive meeting covering a wide range of issues. Uh, one of them was uh, the Redmond Airport. Uh, in Redmond Airport, we have a runway protection zone at the end of each runway. The one at issue in, in last night that we discussed was on the northeast side, just north of Highway 126. There are a number of homeless encampments within that area. The FAA has indicated that we need to fence that off and clear it because of safety concerns. And uh, we plan to do that this summer. Uh, we'll be providing notice to those people who are out there. Um, but they will have to relocate out of the runway protection zone. Are you going to be able to supply them with a place to go? Well, that's the, the hard knock that we're going to have to address. Um, not only the runway protection zone, but uh, there's other county property up there that has to be also cleared of uh, encampments. Uh, we estimated last night that there might be 140 people affected this year by these uh, displacements. So the number one objective of the county and the city is to work together to uh, help coordinate a relocation process to uh, find places for these people to go. The county property is very important uh, because it has to be cleared so that the, a trade with the Department of State lands can occur. The other property involved is south of the fairgrounds and it will allow the fairgrounds to expand. Is that the purpose of the state land swap? Yes, and um, the fairgrounds, uh, we had a report from the fairgrounds director. It's uh, uh, busting at the seams. It needs more land to provide more alternative um, uh, opportunities for family and uh, entertainment and other venues. Uh, and we're pretty excited about that. But one of the um, conditions of that trade is that the county property cannot have any encampments on it. And your timeline for this? I think they'll both happen this year. Um, and it's going to be uh, challenging on relocation, um, and it's just a, a hard nut we're going to have to crack. Uh, we are working diligently on the Oasis Village and uh, some RV parking uh, north of that, east of town. Uh, the timing on that uh, hopefully will somewhat uh, coordinate with some of the displacement, but it's going to be uh, a challenge to do that. What is North, the North Point Project? The North Point project is one of the pilot project projects that the uh, state legislature authorized. Uh, Bend had one and Rebin had one of these pilot projects, and there were only two approved in the state. Uh, in conjunction with that, the county transferred 40 acres to the city for this. Uh, the purpose of it is to build about 450 housing units, half of which will be uh, affordable and will have a uh, deed restriction on it to ensure they remain affordable for some time into the future. Uh, the other night, we uh, last week, we approved a master developer for the project. Uh, they have uh, a strong pedigree, a lot of experience, and we're excited that uh, we're going to be able to move forward on this project. What kind of a timeline are we looking at with the North Point project then? The best estimate last night, and of course this is always subject to a lot of variables, is probably the spring of 2025. 
And this was a project that was approved before the pandemic, right? And so then COVID comes along and it really put a complete stop on a lot of things. Yeah, it's been it's been on kind of a deep freeze for a few years. Uh, but I think um, we're getting off the, um, uh, we're having liftoff at this juncture. Uh, we are going to be working on the master plan. Uh, I really do believe that we'll be able to get this thing up and running and some vertical housing in place by the spring of 2025. Not to be a, a naysayer or be negative about the project. I mean, it's, it's great to be able to have this, and hopefully this will, will help. But 450 housing units by 2025, is well, that more? I'm not more... sure all of them will be built by that time, but oh, okay. we will have some housing in place. I mean, I, this is probably a multi-year project, but um, just from where we were a year or two ago and where we're going to be in about a year or two, uh, it's a big difference, and I think it's going to be a game changer uh, for Northeast Redmond. So even with your population increasing like it is on all of Central Oregon, this is still going to have an impact? Yes, it will. I mean, obviously it's not going to solve the problem, but it's a, a step in the right direction. Um, I'm excited about some of the possibilities in Northeast Redmond, particularly with some county land there. If we uh, uh, expand the uh, urban growth boundary to get more opportunities for mixed-use development um, and all kinds of housing uh, in that area. Let's uh, move over to the legislature, since this legislative session has uh, uh, been in full swing now for a bit. What are any particular bills that you're looking at in the legislature? Yeah, there's a number, and, and some people on the council are looking at uh, others. I have focused on the uh, extension of the Enterprise Zone and the industrial site uh, uh, programs, and also uh, working on the uh, semiconductor package uh, as you know, we have 600 acres of large lot industrial land south of the fairgrounds. Uh, it would be a prime site for some large industries uh, and bring family wage jobs to Central Oregon. Uh, both, all three of those bills are important uh, for that purpose, and uh, I think they will all pass. But we're going to work hard to make sure they do. Other counselors, like Cat Swickers, working on some housing legislation uh, and. Um, I know the county's working on a number of things like ADUs uh, on, on rural lands. So there's a, a wide range of bills that uh, both the county and the city are following and, uh, and having an impact on. With the, uh, the city of Redmond's growth and uh, more people becoming interested in Central Oregon, you guys and the airport are pretty much the first impression people get who fly into the area. Uh, I know that uh, the airport is... is continually working on uh, doing some projects there. So, uh, I, We have a $200 million expansion plan for the airport. Uh, it'll provide those uh, uh, access to the aircraft uh, without having to go outside uh, as part of it, um, but it will be a, a very big expansion of the terminal. Uh, we have $100 million uh, um, dedicated already. Um, we still have a big gap, but we're working with the FAA and others to, uh, and on the infrastructure bill to try and, um, you know, close that gap on what we project we will need and what we have so far. We were talking with Bruce Barrett earlier this week, who's a commercial real estate broker in Windermere uh, in Redmond, and the fact that he's trying to get big companies, large employers, to actually be able to work with uh, not just home builders, but people who develop large-scale 
housing units, large apartment buildings, to provide housing. Have you heard of this plan, and what do you think of it? I haven't heard of that precise plan, but I have heard that, uh, you know, in working with large-scale employers, that uh, housing is an important element because the only way they're going to get employees is if they can have a place that they can afford to live in. Uh, it's not only true of large-scale uh, employers, it's true of the schools, it's true of the uh, hospital uh, and medical uh, offices, it's true across the board that uh, we need to get affordable housing, and, and that is a one of the, um, I'll call it, uh, solutions is to work with these employers to get uh, affordable housing for their employees, but it's also a much broader subject. Indeed, and uh, with the, the ongoing, I guess the looking forward, uh, do you see things coming together for the city of Redmond in the next few years? We anticipate that over the next five years we'll have ha- over half a billion dollars of investment in Redmond just on the public and nonprofit side, things that are already in the works and have already been approved. Um, couple that with private investment, we could see a billion dollars of investment in Redmond just in the next five years. Uh, it will be transformative of this community. And uh, what we have to make sure is that we get the tools in place to address that growth, um, both on transportation, sewer, water, et cetera, so that it remains a very livable community and to protect our neighborhoods so that people feel comfortable where they're living. Redmond Mayor Ed Fitch, our guest here this morning on the KBND Morning News. Mayor Fitch, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Frank. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.